0: Putin, Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on the John DiPietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePetro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DiPietro. to the john DePietro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website com. this portion of the program on this it is tuesday it is march 8th march 8th happy birthday to donna perry by the way is brought to you by ron's pastry gourmet they're open today fresh zappos delicious calzones ron's pastry gourmet 170 royal little drive in providence stop in and see them they also have those uh, delicious donuts and cupcakes but right now and this month the best zeppel so whether it's for um well whatever occasion it's ron's pastry gourmet stop it and see them again right off of silver spring street look for them on facebook ron's pastry gourmet so folks it is uh, day two and i am coming to you from reza poland uh as we're continuing our coverage of this uh, russian invasion of ukraine you're going to hear um a lot of interviews coming up. I interviewed a, a family from Ukraine also a, a young translator and she's also young who is also um from Ukraine and there there's a consistent theme um that you're going to hear. I'm going to give you the the latest on this, but it's something um I'm also realizing that a lot of the Putin propaganda has been successful in the United States as far as um Reaching people and getting out there, some of the things, but these are people that are behind President Zelensky. They are impressed that he did not leave the way a lot of other um, heads of their country may have left. And so we're going to talk about that, but I want to continue to uh, bring you the latest. First of all, I also want to thank folks if you're looking for great food and especially great Polish food. And I want to tell you, the people of uh, Poland have just been fantastic, the way they have stepped up and working with the United States. Stop into the Coïcid Inn, 226 Coïcid Avenue in West Warwick. Jim is uh, just so fantastic in great Polish food and great American food, by the way, but the the Coïcid Inn. So in looking over some of the headlines, um, obviously, you know, the situation, um, uh, there we go. Uh, let's see. Russia warns $300 of oil. Uh, folks, that has to be done. We have resources in the United States as far as energy. And, and it seems that he's betting on the fact that we're going to cave because of high high gas prices. And, and that can't happen. So I want to just shell is cutting ties. Gas is going to hit a record that that needs to be done. And that's on President Biden, by the way as russia military uh, stumbles adversaries take note military chief had promised quick victory that is not happening seemingly stuck convoy hides mysteries now it's no mercy ukrainian soldiers vow and moscow warns global collapse this is this is in fact what putin how he's threatening the west and threatening the world you know it's interesting modern churchill Zelensky praised as communicator i've been saying that And the way that he also is using social media is different. Putin certainly has underestimated, but folks, make no mistake about it. He is absolutely, with all this bombing, uh, just, you know, destroying the country as much as they can. Um, And then, of course, um, Vice President Harris is expected in Poland tomorrow. But it is interesting. Panic crackdown at home shows on uh, Putin on way out. So, listen, he has um, completely underestimated the way that the west would certainly step up but let me bring you some sound of um the latest now and again folks you can uh, go to the website i will be posting video of some of the interviews uh that we're doing and we're just getting started now and then um and it's i will tell you it's um it's tough because getting around transit wise is um is challenging because there's so many refugees since i have um arrived here i mean anywhere that you're going as far as a bus or a train it's just it's all packed so i want to play um this is uh, an interview and you're going to um, meet them uh coming up in just a little bit but it's a it's a it's a young uh a mother and uh, family and they have um they had to leave kiev they had to leave ukraine uh, But they obviously still have family behind. And folks, there's so many people. Also, kind of reminds me of uh, with some of the storms. The people, and I understand, but they don't want to leave their pets behind. But this is an interview you're going to hear coming up just a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 So, mm-hmm. so, Valentin is a boxer, professional. Oh, wow. Boxer. wow. So I, I was going to say, he looks big. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a muscle flex for the camera?
0: All right, folks. And here's the thing. I mean, their life completely changed as soon as Russia just started to invade. Let me give you an update. This is a good update by um, ABC.
3: This is the busy border crossing into Poland, and you can see the families boarding the bus as they chart their next steps, and the bombs keep falling in Ukraine. What officials here are most concerned about is that as these waves of refugees continue to come to the border here, many of them will have no place to go, and this humanitarian crisis will only worsen. The mass exit is from Ukraine entering a new day. Now more than 2 million people, half of them children, enduring the arduous journey into the unknown you cannot plan nothing you it's like you you have no plans you have no home you have no nothing no work no projects i'm alive and safe and this is enough for now diana berg is now in central ukraine after leaving Mariupol to escape the vicious bombings and rocket attacks that have so far claimed scores of lives the city with no power water or heat people were trying to gather water from the pipes or from puddles how under the heavy brutal constant non-stop shilling many of those fleeing ending up in the border city of Lviv our Matt Gutman is there the mayor of Lviv says that 50,000 new refugees turn up here
0: every single day they file off the platform stand in line here for five to ten hours that's before
4: getting inside and we're told that they're now starting to arrive from the most war ravaged cities these are among the most desperate
3: American citizen Tatyana Shatokana has finally made it to a hotel in Lviv after finding herself trapped alongside her daughter and grandson in Kharkiv as the second largest city in Ukraine was bombarded by Russian strikes.
1: They were sleeping on the floor uh, next to the wall underneath of the table. They only hear the noises like boom, boom, boom. Airplanes is flying over, over the heads and the houses was shaking.
3: They were extremely, extremely scared. The lucky ones crossing the border, many ending up in Poland. This cultural center in Peshama's turning into a temporary shelter for some of those families. As innocent laughter from kids fills this room, the weight of what's happening is clear on the adults' faces. Are you ready? Mm, yeah, not necessarily
1: anymore.
0: Folks, you just get the sense of just um, how much, you know, their lives were essentially turned upside down. Let's hear the latest now about uh, Russia. And again, uh folks, you're listening to the John DiPietro show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh remember, you can visit the website petro.com. I am coming to you from right right now in Resno, Poland, and um we are slowly uh you're going to hear a lot more as we go along. It's um I will tell you that it, it is a challenge trying to navigate there's so many refugees everywhere. Uh, i initially it's it's um it's not easy to navigate between the buses and the trains and i i was initially going to be at the border today but then you have to worry about getting back from the border because of the transportation can be so challenging this portion of the program folks is brought to you by propane plus call propane plus today 401 885 4209 and also in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. It's Tim Johnson. It's Propane Plus. Remember, they offer online billing, schedule a service delivery, click of a button. All customers receive a free safety inspection. You can depend on Propane Plus. They have a very customer-friendly website, residential and commercial. It's Propane Plus. Call them today, 401 401- um, 885 885- 4209 so obviously the situation regarding the threat of of um nuclear weapons now you know obviously that folks uh caught everyone's attention um gets everybody on guard with that and so i want to go there was a good piece um but you know it would seem that putin is is in a corner i want to play um this is uh john kirby with the pentagon Here we go.
5: Thanks. Let's bring in the Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby. John, thank you for joining us again uh, this morning. Let's start with that temporary ceasefire that appears to be in place in several cities for these humanitarian evacuations. How is it going? How long will it last?
4: Well, it's unclear exactly how long it's going to last, George. We think this is obviously a welcome step, that uh, the ceasefire seems to be being observed by the Russians. They don't exactly have a good track record in that regard, so it's it's, uh, it's welcome to see that people are able to get out. Uh, But as you noted uh, at the very beginning of the show, George, that ceasefire is going to expire in a a number of hours, and so it's yet to be seen how much more violent the shelling and the bombardment is going to get.
5: And we saw those intense uh, airstrikes overnight and another night of intense airstrikes before the temporary ceasefire took hold. We heard President Zelensky say right there he needs more help from the United States. No-fly zone is out. We know that right now. What more can the United States do?
4: We are accelerating and expediting the shipment of arms and material to Ukraine. In fact, uh, another shipment's uh, arrived uh, in, in Eastern Europe just overnight, uh, and they will be sent into Ukraine in the coming hours and days, and there are, there's more coming. And it's not just the United States. 14 other nations are also providing security assistance to Ukraine to help them fight. Secretary Austin had a conversation with his counterpart, his Ukrainian counterpart, Minister Reznikov, just the other day. And The minister made it clear that not only were they grateful for the arms and ammunition that they're getting, but they're using them. They're actually uh, employing them in the field to to resist uh, the Russian advance.
5: How about this plan to have Poland send fighter jets into into Ukraine and the United States to replace those jets? Is that really going to happen?
4: Well, it's it's, it's uh, we don't know, George, to be honest with you. Look, we, we're not going to stand in the way of another sovereign nation if they want to provide aircraft to the Ukrainian Air Force. Uh, that's certainly their decision, and we respect that. This issue of whether we backfilled it with American jets, we're looking at that as a possibility here, but there's an awful lot of logistical uh, and, and financial issues that have to be dealt with on, on how that would happen. No decision has been made yet.
5: And is there a risk of a wider war if that happens? The planes might have to be based in Poland. They could be vulnerable to a uh, Russian airstrike.
4: I'll tell you, that, that's, an, that's a possibility that we're always looking at, George. That's, that's certainly uh, in the back of everybody's mind, not just the United States, but in NATO nations as well. You don't want to escalate this conflict any bigger and any worse than it already is. You're talking about Russia, a nuclear armed power. Uh, the, the consequences for escalating this conflict could be devastating, not just for the people of Ukraine, but for the European continent.
0: So again, um, that is the latest. And as you can tell, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is dipietro.com. This portion of the program, I want to um, give a special shout out. A couple of people I, I want to mention, and one is Allstate Lock. If you go to dipietro.com, there is a, a link there. Remember, residential, commercial, car keys, and security cameras you can count on Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security, and especially those security cameras. And I also want to give a uh, special hello to my friends at Endzone Sports Pub. Dana and Company, folks, Providence College continues to cruise. Coming into March Madness, you can you know, watch your favorite team in action, whether it's, it's uh, basketball or hockey, at Endzone Sports Pub. Great place, nice and clean. Uh, karaoke Friday and Saturday nights starts at 830 and um, bring your friends make some new ones Zone Sports Pub 960 Menden Road in Cumberland so I'm coming to you right now we are in uh, about 40 miles maybe from the border and I believe tomorrow uh, I just arrived on Monday and I, I, I can't stress enough it was a grueling uh, you know when you have to take three flights that's very very tiring and then um and so there's everything that goes with that and then there's i also want you to understand there's there's obvious language barriers here so i believe we now have some security and i believe we have a translator and you're going to hear a lot of that and um and that's going to help out a lot as you just have these people that are streaming in but i want to tell you the the feeling here is one that is tense uh people are definitely on edge and i understand that but um it's it's also you can just see there's there's a lot of planes that are going overhead, uh military planes overhead, and um and the people I, I can't stress also enough how wonderful the people have been of Poland. The way that the uh the the people of the country have really stepped up in helping out what has just been a um really, really difficult situation and i'm not sure we don't know exactly you know where this is gonna end or how this is is gonna end i mean everyone um i don't have to tell you that people are wondering about that putin basically has no exit ramp here he's he's um he's he's just a man on his own and so i'm not sure um exactly where that's gonna go or how that it's gonna go and i don't think anyone knows but i can tell you that it's uh, it's chaos uh, out on the streets now, around the the bus station and the train station, a lot of the refugees, as you know or have heard, are are just pouring into Poland and um, and so it makes it, you know that that much more uh, difficult for for everything. So I'm trying to navigate our way around, and it's going to help now having a, a translator because it's 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 very very difficult. And I also want to mention. I know people say just use Google Translate. There's a lot of noise. That that is not an easy app as as you think it is um, in trying to do that. And um, there's also um there's um there's a difference between people that say hello and then people that can actually carry on a conversation. I want to give a special shout out to the people at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, Forty Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. I am yearning for a chance to sit on that nice new deck and have a great meal stop it and see them right off of 146 the lodge pub in erie 40 breakneck hill road in lincoln so folks it is the john DePetro show on this tuesday march 8th and we're going to continue uh to bring unique it is um this is now uh, day two of our broadcast obviously in poland uh we're in poland and you know we're, we're gonna slowly um try to get to i i also want to explain the situation with going into ukraine i have a meeting later in the week but what what i what i need is um i need safe passage back and forth because otherwise it's it's taking people a very very long time to try to get um, back and forth over over the border so it is something we're working towards but as i'm here uh, it would be very very difficult, if not impossible, and then you you know you just set yourself up into a situation that um, it, it could then be very very difficult in uh, in trying to get out of there. So that's that's the biggest thing. So in in trying to um, walk through this uh, logistically, as I'm trying to you know be realistic about all of this, I think that tomorrow we're going to be there. And then, um, and then we're just going to have to, um, take it a step at a time. But I, um, the, the buses, the transportation to get there is very difficult. I know some people say rent a car. Um, I can tell you that the driving down there gets very, very difficult as I'm talking to more and more people. So the good news is we're, we're not in a rush and we're gonna, you know, um, go as it, as it kind of makes sense but there are, um, so many families that are, uh, pouring in here, and, uh, folks, they, again, I, I can't stress enough the fact that they have to just leave everything, their homes behind, um, and then you're also going to meet, uh, my translator, her, her grandmother is staying there, so her mother, her grandmother is staying there, and is too old to leave, so you have those people, and, um, I want to play, um, there's some uh, good sound here. Not a single human... Um, let me play this just a little bit. This is um, the mayor saying the Russians are executing genocide. This is um, in Ukraine. Let me see if I can play this.
4: ...propose humanitarian corridors for civilians to escape. Do you trust the Russians to honor them?
1: To answer your question, well, not a single humanitarian corridor Uh, has been seen to work yet. In Kharkiv, there are no humanitarian corridors. I know that today there is supposed to be a humanitarian corridor in Mariupol, Uh, but I'm told that even when there is such a corridor, there is still fire and shelling, and there is a high risk of people getting injured and killed. So I think if there is agreement to have these corridors, then these agreements must be honored. But a corridor doesn't work when there is a high risk of getting killed so um I cannot say that we currently have these corridors what do you need right now in Kharkiv in terms of what we need in Kharkiv, we need everything. We need food, medication, warm clothes for the people of Kharkiv. As far as the army is concerned, they need weapons, but I'm not a military man, so I'll speak about the city. Um, the city needs everything. This is a large city, it's a megapolis. more than 1.5 million people in it. So we need hot food, medication, warm clothes, because the people leaving their homes, when there is an air raid, if, even if they survive, they, they've they got all what what they were wearing at the time. That's all they've got left. So any, any assistance, any aid is received gratefully from anyone who is willing to give it. Um, Kharkiv is grateful to receive anything.
4: Can you defeat the Russians?
1: I am absolutely confident that
0: we will defeat the Russians. You know, that is... Um... And again, that is, you know, the spirit, folks, that is, is definitely out there. And again, you're listening to the John Pietro Show. It is Tuesday, March 8th. This is the International One. This is an international broadcast that we're doing. I'm coming to you right now from Poland. And we're in uh, Resno, which is um, Resol, which is, as I said, about 40 miles. It's the closest airport to the border of of uh, ukraine and to start off logistically it just makes sense because this will um give us uh easier access to then um get to the border as we're uh then going to be broadcasting from there so it's uh it's one step at a time and again we're going to be uh you're going to hear a lot of um firsthand i can tell you that the, you know there's military police uh everywhere um very, very unusual this uh town this city by the way it's about the size of providence so almost similar size uh population i think is around 170,000 so pretty similar in size folks this portion of the john de show and i can't say enough good things about surplus provisions stop it and see them pontiac avenue tactical gear survival gear now, as we are going to get closer and, and, uh, make our way, um, into, uh, Ukraine at some point, I have to get, uh, clearance through, uh, the different officials, because as I said, it's, it's really safe passage back. Uh, but I can't thank enough, uh, Tanya and Frank and Kyle and everybody at Donner at Surplus Provisions. You can look for them on Facebook, but they have outfitted me with a, uh, fantastical tactical vest, also a, um pistol ready helmet and just the tactical gear and backpack and everything you need folks stop in and see them they also have ammo and they are on facebook but they are just fantastic and a huge thank you and shout out to them surplus provisions pontiac avenue in cranston they're one about a one mile from garden city right near the old clcf you will find them at surplus provisions i want to say um special hello to my friend pat elston Caldwell Bank or Realty, based in Cumberland, over 20 years experience, licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts. There's a link on the website, Petro.com where I will be posting a lot of the videos. I recognize not everybody's on Facebook, so um, we're going to try to update that, the uh, website, as much as we can. If you would like to get in uh, touch with me, if you'd like to reach me, the easiest thing to do is log on at topetro.com and then you just click on Contact John and then you can um, reach me that way so all right a uh, lot more ahead again folks you're listening to the john DePetro show it's am 1380 and 99.9 fm and remember you can always listen online at our website depetro.com. i also want to just give a special um shout out and thank you our friends at henry oil remember you can depend on henry oil call them today still uh gonna need Hey, fill up your tank now, before the price goes up. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Four zero one five two one zero two hundred. Four zero one five two one zero two hundred. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil and online at HenryOil.com. You are listening to the International One. It's the John DePietro Show. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Maria. It's my health because it's your health. But it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's my health. And inside, pop in. You'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity. Local products like Icai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health, because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. To the John show. It's Tuesday, and we're going to speak right now with a family that escaped Ukraine. And I'm going to go around the table, because I have a very nice translator. And uh, tell me a little bit, what's, and the, the microphone is strong. So what is your name?
2: My name is Anna, Anna. I'm, and I'm Ukrainian uh like i've been living in uh, kiev for eight years but originally i'm from kharkiv region from a small city in in a kharkiv region uh which is uh, right now in a big danger as well so um, i left ukraine like mm, before i guess in um, in four days before the war has started uh so I traveled, I visited France, and then the war has started, so uh, I came here for a while. Uh, yes, so my family are, is still there, and uh, I'm super worried about them. Uh, so, like, any minute, uh, they could be in danger, but for now, they are safe, so for now, they are okay. Uh,
0: what do you think of President Zelensky?
2: I, actually, I admire him a lot. For, for me he's a hero uh, and uh, especially comparing to the to the previous presidents uh, he's the best right now and the fact that he hasn't escaped from the country that's also that's a big deal you know <laughs> so we wish him like strength and um, i don't know i i really believe in him i believe that he uh, he will lead our country to the, to the winning actually.
0: Now oh, you have family that are still there right yes. now? Yes,
2: yes. All my family is there, yes. And how come
0: uh, they're not leaving?
2: Because, I mean, because of the obstacles, because my grandma, uh, she's sick and she can't walk and they, they can't leave her, you know, and uh, unfortunately, uh, they, they have to stay there. So all I, all I have to do is to, to be in contact like uh, all the time and uh, ask how they are. So it's, it's, of course, it's really intense and it's really uh, difficult for me right now. But um, as, I, as I told you before, uh, so far they are safe and I hope it will remain like this.
0: Do they? What can you tell us when you talk to them? Is, it, mm-hmm. is there bombing? Is there...
2: No. Uh, for now, they, they live in a small city uh, like it's uh, 100 kilometers away from Kharkiv. Kharkiv is in danger right now, you know that, right? And also some small cities as well, but uh, the city I'm from, uh, it's safe for now. But who knows uh, what will come next, you know? So.
0: Do you, How do you communicate with them?
2: Uh, I'm in touch on the phone. Uh, I'm talking to my mom um so i'm calling her all the time i'm talking to her like on the phone of course
0: (laughs) and and uh do you mind if i ask you like what do you think of putin
2: um okay so as uh, every ukrainian i guess right now we we hate him and we actually to be honest uh as i can say it on behalf of my people we actually want him dead. So I
0: think the world does, America does. Does it make you feel better that America and the world is uniting behind Ukraine? Uh,
2: yes and no. <laughs> Maybe you know why. Because I think other countries, they can help us more. Uh, I mean, they can close the sky. I know it's, it's a big danger for them as the well. The
0: no-fly zone, you'd like it closed?
2: Yes i think it's it's a big danger for them it's maybe they are scared a lot to do that because of putin because of this big uh, russian empire and uh, because of their army i don't know because of the nuclear um uh weapon but i mean maybe it's the best way for for us and it's the best way for uh, european and american countries as well country as well because uh that's how you can also protect yourself you know not only Ukrainians. So that's my point of view. Mm -hmm. And it's
0: good. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more your your family right now because your grandmother they're not gonna leave or they feel it's still safe?
2: Mm, So my family can't move because of my grandmother because she's sick.
0: Now let's talk. We have um, some people that are here that just escaped and um, I think we'll just say, what is your name?
4: All then.
0: All then. And how old are you?
2: Um, Seventeen.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, do you go to school?
6: Uh, yes, I go to school. Okay.
0: And uh, and this is your mom. My name is Olga.
6: Uh-huh.
0: And you, you were living whereabouts?
2: Mm. Where where were you living? Da, uh, Kyiv, Lviv. Kyiv and Lviv. So they lived in Kyiv and also in Lviv, so, like, I guess part of... Ah, so originally they are from Lviv, but they've been living in Kyiv okay. as well.
0: And uh, when, did, when did you leave? Tell me about when you were... Just, tell me about when you decided to leave.
2: Raskajit, koli vy vyryšili pokynuti krajinu? We prihli do Lviv, z Kyiv
6: prihli do Lviv. І побули декілька днів і зрозуміло, що треба взагалі звідси там. Взяли собачок, двох собачок, і приїхали приїхали сюди до Польщі.
2: So they've been in Kiev uh, and after the war has started, they decided to move to Lviv. Uh, in in three days, I guess, uh, they took two dogs with them and then uh, they came to Lviv and from Lviv they came here.
0: They're beautiful dogs. What are your dogs' names?
2: <laughs> <laughs> do,
6: and
0: do you, uh, you, your husband, do you work in
2: Kiev? Uh, the husband uh, is currently in the United States.
0: Now,
6: um, how, okay.
0: how is their home right now, uh, back in
2: Ukraine? Uh, so far, it's okay. It's, it's safe.
4: How,
0: how long did it take you to get out of there?
2: Uh, uh, how you, how and how did you
0: how did you get out of
2: Ukraine? Uh, you drove out by your car. And was that what
0: was that journey like?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hard, it was hard because also they had like two dogs with them. Big,
6: big dog, small dog.
0: And when did, um, you, could you, you know, could they hear the explosions and the bombing and did they see, here some of the destruction.
2: Did you hear mm-hmm. some bombs, bombs, or bombs, or something We went On the 24th.
6: So, on the
2: 24th, uh, when everything has started, uh, they, were, they were moving from Kiev, And uh, meanwhile, they were... They were hearing some uh, some bombs and some shu- shootings.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: As soon as they heard it, they decided to, to go to Lviv because it was dangerous. In Lviv
6: it's it's not
2: it's not so stable right now. It's also mm, not safe, you know, because yes because on the twenty fifth of february so there were no bombs for for back then but on that day they shooted uh like the military area or something the the building with the army and they shoot it, uh, they shoot like 10 people, right? Or yes. 10 people, yes, in mm-hmm. VIV. Decided, so that's why they decided.
6: decided to to
2: so that's why they were scared, and that's why.
6: Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm.
2: So they realized it's not safe there, and they decided to, uh, to go here. My
6: man Mm
2: -hmm. So her husband said that they needed to to get out from the country immediately, but they decided to to go to Lviv first, and then, you know. And
0: and how many members of their family?
6: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: So, uh, son, and one son in Warsaw. Aha. So, mother, uh, father, uh, who is in the United States, uh, and two sons. Uh, one is here, and another one is uh, Warsaw, and two dogs. <laughs> and uh, the, the,
0: what are, can they talk about? How the men, uh, eighteen to sixty, have to stay and fight.
2: вы як е, чоловіки з 18 до 60 років повинні залишитися в Україні і воювати. Mm-hmm. Я тоже. you come again with the with the question?
0: Uh, ah, okay.
2: Чим, е, Чи знаєте ви таких чолов... це я неправильно почула. Чи знаєте ви таких чоловіків, які залишилися воювати тим, що тим, яким від 18 до 60 років? Так,
6: всі залишилися. All Mm. the people they know. Yes.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh, All the people they know. They they left there because I mean it's not allowed for them to go out. Uh, Yes. Uh, You are like uh, military obliged, I guess obliged. No. Obliged. Obliged. Yes. Yes. Yes.
6: Mm їх не призивають зараз у тих молодих 18 років. Беруть тільки перша лінія, перша
2: хвиля.
6: the тяжко які які з патогією збуд. Тобто їх беруть. А таких молодих із 18 років одер беруть, що вони
5: взагалі знають. Це вже буде
2: Ага. So now I guess the first line of mobilization. So they take only those uh, those men Uh, Who've been in this field, you know? Who've been uh, working, or who are aware of everything, you know? And maybe the second, and then the third, and the fourth uh, lines—they would be like um, about those uh, those men who are younger, uh, who weren't in this field, uh, who are like ordinary people, you know. For now, it's it's only about professional. Uh, professional man. Mm-hmm.
0: Do, you do some of your friends, are some of your friends fighting in the Ukrainian army?
2: Yes, yeah. How, How is the Ukrainian
0: Ukrainian army?
2: <laughs>
5: it's
2: strong, it's professional.
6: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: they, they got more professional uh, comparing uh, to those times back to 2014, you know. Okay. So, They're fearless. <laughs>
0: I like that. Good. They are fearless. They're brave.
2: Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, so our women, did you see that? Did you see that? Our women, they, they stopped yes, I saw the women. Yes. The, the, the tank, you know, this uh, big machine. They stopped it yes. only with their hands, you know. <laughs>
0: what, what did it mean to you when President, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. And I just want to go around the table one more time. And if you could just let everyone listening know your name. Just say your first name.
1: First name. Of India. Well, yeah. Valentin.
2: Olga. Anna.
0: And what was your reaction? President Zelensky did not leave the country. He told the world, I don't need a ride, I need ammo. That was a big line in the United States. What what was your feeling when you heard your president, he didn't run and leave, he's staying and fighting with his people?
2: Um, Okay, so yeah, okay, so I can, say, I can say for myself, I was super proud of him, and really, uh, I didn't have any doubts about him. Like, e- even before, when he just started his presidential um, position, you know, I was uh, admired him back then. And I really believed in him. And for me, it wasn't like a surprise, even. So, yes, really. Um, Did
0: you vote for him? Or do you have friends and family that yes, voted?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Like all my friends, I guess.
0: Um, and I don't want to upset them, but just could they talk about their feelings about Putin and Russia trying to invade d- d- and, and take over Ukraine?
2: Uh, do I need to? Choose? Both. Both. both? Uh, uh, He's for for me I guess it's uh I don't know how to describe it. I don't have any words. I just uh I think it's like it's an evil evil evil, you know. Evil. Evil, it evil. yes, it's evil. Yes. And uh it should be it should be vanished or just He
0: should be eliminated.
2: Eliminated, yes.
0: Can you ask them as well?
2: Uh so yes. two questions, right? Yes. About mm hmm. Sure, Ні, мені і так, і так. А, що ви відчули, коли наш президент не втік з країни, а сказав, що йому а, потрібна... А, це була вислів його, що йому потрібна зброя, а не літак якийсь, щоб його забрали кудись в Америку чи ще десь. Що ви, що ви відчули і що ви вважаєте?
6: Ну, з тих, що було препарати Всі одразу втікали, uh-huh. починалося вже в країні не було. Ну, тобто, він молодець. Він молодець, що він... Не... Він він не... молодець він... що він залишився з народом, він залишився в Україні. Це заслуговує поваги, високої поваги хоть різні були думки щодо того, тобто 50 та, його, на 50, та, вже, тобто можливо його немає в країні, але та. та, та. Але в даній ситуації він поступив як, ну, як чоловік, як, як захисник, человек, як справжній воїн.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of text. Yeah, lot. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: No,
2: I'm sorry. So <laughs> uh, they are proud of our president yes. and again comparing to the previous presidents uh uh who escaped every time, you know, when we had like difficult situation in our country. Uh this current president is uh, is really He's a a big man, you know, and we are proud of him. Uh, And, of course, there were some thoughts that he's not in Ukraine or he wasn't in Ukraine, you know, but now we are sure. And...
0: uh, um, He he did an interview last night from his office to show I'm in my office and said, I am not afraid. What do they think of that?
2: What do you think of that? Uh... Okay, I think uh, as I told you, I really trust him. Uh, yes. And uh, for me, what he's doing, like everything he, everything he's doing, he's doing his best first of all, and uh, everything he's doing, I'm really proud of, you know, of everything.
0: Do they have friends that have lost their homes due to the bombing?
2: Uh, do you have Від обстрілів чи чогось такого.
6: Поки що так. Поки що всі
2: So they have a lot of friends, a lot of uh people they know and they live in different cities in Ukraine around Ukraine, and uh for now they are holding on, you know. But uh, if we're talking if we are talking about uh, Donetsk or Donbass, uh, there were some people who lost who lost their accommodations, who lost their apartments. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. Kiev, Kherson, berdansk Melitopol—those yeah, yeah. people who live there, yeah. uh, the, so people, the, yes, the people, yes, the people—they know actually. They are staying uh, in their apartments, and uh, for now, those apartments are okay. okay.
0: And um, what could they talk a little bit about what it, the journey was like to get out of there on the roads? It seemed very chaotic, and people just trying to flee the country.
2: Чи можете ви розповісти щось про те, як ви діставалися з, з, з Києва до Львову а, чи зі Львову там до, до кордону і наскільки було вам тяжко доїхати, бо він каже, що дуже багато людей вже і всі стояли в цих пробках?
6: Було досить важко через велику кількість, <сум> <сум> через велику кількість людей, а сельний всі
2: хочуть поїхати з країни як найшвидше. Uh, Allah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I will try to. Uh, okay, so they were on the road, and of course it was super intense, like a, a big traffic jam that I I guess you, you haven't seen before in your life. Але ми
6: були приємно здивовані коли на кордоні, будучи ще в Україні, коли перетинали, бо ми їхали через словачький кордон. Mm-hmm.
2: So, they were really surprised when they approached the the border uh, with Slovakia, uh, and they were really surprised of those uh, volunteers, because uh, there were a lot of volunteers and they were caring about our people, they were helping us. So. Yeah, yeah there were a lot of uh, hot <inaudible> food uh, beverages
6: <inaudible> yes so
2: nutrition for for children for even for pets you know uh, so they were really surprised and they appreciated
6: it. <inaudible>
2: They were they were extremely surprised when
6: uh, when they
2: came to Poland um, we are talking about Jeshov right now.
6: Mm-hmm. <inaudible> uh-huh,
2: so they didn't know what they what they were going to do because uh, they had two dogs uh, they didn't have any accommodation yes like the hotel uh, weren't supposed to, to to take them because of the dogs you know
6: Ми звернулися в притулок
2: для animal shelter, you know, to I guess to give up for some time one of their dogs.
6: Вони погодилися взяти собачок на тимчасове поки ми знайдемо житло.
2: So the shelter agreed to, to take uh, their dogs for some time uh, until they, they will find some accommodation for them.
6: той момент, коли ми приїхали, там були представники з Америки, волонтер Aaron. So at
2: that time when they came to this shelter, they met uh, an American volunteer and uh, Aaron. Okay, his name is Aaron.
6: Uh-huh. So he
2: asked uh, if they have like if they had any accommodation right now. Uh, what country? Who, uh, Did they,
0: leave you, they left Ukraine and went to what country?
6: Right to, right
2: to Poland? Yes, oh. yes, yes. Professional? Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> uh-huh. so Professional? Uh, uh Okay, so. <laughs> just <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, he helped him actually, yeah. yes. and yeah. he he took yeah. them he took them here.
6: And yeah. okay. <laughs> uh,
2: yes. so as long as uh, they didn't have any accommodation, uh, he offered this place for free. Yes.
0: We're going to take a quick break, folks. Again, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. If a problem with your heating system, call RE Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562. 24-hour emergency service, gas boiler, oil burner, Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore their services. Look for them on Facebook and the website, is recooganheating.com. Residential services, as Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, RE Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now it's cold. It's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. It's 24-hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago, our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is RECooganHeating.com into brood awakenings and discover the brood difference two locations in johnston also in cranston pontiac avenue and then also bald hill road in warwick brood awakenings the local fresh ingredients cozy environment great comfortable chairs deli- delicious breakfast sandwiches lunch great drinks and coffee and plenty of room to spread out and meet people i'll see you and you'll discover the brood difference at brood awakenings to check out our website dipetro.com dipetro.com which is sponsored by and brought you by the centredale revival comfort food and cocktails located 2025 smith street in north providence shane and his crew what a wonderful job they've done winner of several rhode island best of awards best of rhode island awards the centredale revival delicious food cocktails a lot of fun stop in and see them 2025 smith street in north providence portion of the program brought to you by the Cuycid Inn. check them out on the website depitro.com, the Cuycid Inn or an island tradition since 1977 located 226 cohesit avenue in west warwick whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers there's always a great crowd you can link directly to them and gift certificates are available the Cuycid Inn, 226 cohesit avenue in west warwick